1: documentary film I have a beautiful new release coming out it's called Vietnam War Miracle and um, it's about to premiere at a film festival called Bare Bones Film Film Festival in Muskogee Oklahoma on April 27th
2: congratulations
1: yeah thank you I'm really excited about it
0: oh my gosh you have to excuse me so I'm on location today But, oh, my gosh. Okay, so tell us how this all began for you.
1: Well, this story is actually uh, slightly family-related, and it came to me through my father, this particular story. My dad is a neurosurgeon in Richmond, Virginia. He um, actually has carried his practice into what we now call the Harold F. Young Neurosurgical Center down at the Medical College of Virginia, And um, a few years back, he showed me this newspaper article of this man um, whose life he saved in Vietnam in 1969. And what had happened was he uh, came and searched out my dad. Forty-one years later, he found my dad. And the reason why was because he wanted to thank him for saving his life. And this gentleman's name is Donald Mason. And Donald Mason was a very young soldier. And on December 12th in 1969, sustained a um, mortal, almost a mortal head wound, a head trauma where um, he lost about 30% of his brain and actually shouldn't have lived. The entire rescue in and of itself was a miracle. Mm -hmm. And this man went on to help um, 46 Mm near-fatal babies, volunteer for the Red Cross, the fire department just really ended up living a life of service. And he's a beautiful example of what one can do with their life under um, overwhelming circumstances. And, um, and he came, you know, to thank my dad for saving his life. My dad had no clue, you know, back in 1969. You don't keep in touch with people. There's no Internet. A lot of, of these men left and, and went on and had their lives that they lived after serving in the war, and, um, and the fact that he found my dad to thank him was quite um, quite touching. And so when I saw the newspaper article, there was a newspaper article here when he found my dad, and they, they did a story on it. I just found it very interesting, and I went out to Lebanon, Missouri. That's where Don Mason lives and met his family and just started tracking the story. So it took me about eight years to put it all together. And, um, and now it's about to do its U.S. premiere right now, um, at the film festival.
0: So, okay. So you got the film festival thing going and, and the the, the eight years are down. What was the hardest point of this whole thing? And did you ever feel like you wanted to give up?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. A a lot. As a matter of fact, even when I was interviewing the people, I'm kind of like, why am I here? What am I doing? you know, and there was actually a time where I had a lot of the footage in the can, like I went out and met a lot of the um, the soldiers, I went to one of their reunions, I'd interviewed a whole bunch of them, which was many, many years ago, it's kind of how I started, and I, I didn't even look at the footage, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't go through the thing, I hadn't seen the story, a great deal of it actually had to do with money, you know, film film creation is not exactly the least expensive thing to do, so... Um, of course. This yeah. production in particular, actually a lot of it I funded myself, you know, so when I had the money and the time to do it, um, um, I would work on it. But I was, you know, I'm a mother of two young boys, so I was being a mother. I was also going through a divorce at the time. I was shifting careers. Yeah. And um, so I had all these aspects going on in trying to get this film completed, Um, Mm -hmm. so, so there, you know, so there was a lot of even just questioning myself. I think, I think confidence of oneself is probably your biggest hurdle in life. I think a lot of people would agree in that and and not really being very focused. Um, what ended up actually happening over the last year that really inspired me and drove me though to complete the story was one of the gentlemen that I had interviewed, his name was Tom Hayes, and God rest his soul, he ended up passing away in January of the year before. And oh. it made me realize, you know, not only, see, all these all these men, all our Vietnam veterans, right, our Vietnam veterans are right. you know, the next war generation that we're losing, we're currently losing now. These are men that are in yeah, their no. 70s, 80s, 90s, that, that, that historical point in life. And so I lost one of my subjects in the documentary. And also, no. you know, my dad is about to turn 80 this year, and some of the other men, they're, they're, they're getting up there. And that realization is really what put a little fire under my ability to get the project done and realizing I may lose some of the other subjects, and they may never see the outcome of their story, on, on, right. you know, in film. And so that really motivated me then to to complete it and get it done. Um and being able to share wow. it with them has been very heartwarming and touching.
0: Yeah. And I, I kinda understand where you're coming from because um basically my grandfather I never met him because he died in Vietnam on his third tour.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Yes.
0: So, yes, I never I never got to meet him. So I understand. I totally understand the urgency of it all. So you got everything down, even though you, you, you wanted to give up, you kept going, you got it, and now it's in a film festival. How does that make you feel?
1: It's, you know what, it's a huge relief for sure, definitely, when you're in that creation mode, putting yourself out there. Um, uh, and, and being recognized by a film festival, I think for many filmmakers, Um, It's quite an honor to get it out there, all that blood, sweat, and tears, and time, you know, the time and energy you put into it. Um, I was also recognized by the Impact Doc Awards, and the Impact Doc Awards is an organization that awards documentary filmmakers um, recognition for projects that actually impact society or their community and, and are making the shift or the change. That is needed. So that was actually for me, you know, really nice honoring to to just as I just start sending it out, I barely actually even touch the cusp of where it will go or distribution. I haven't started any of those aspects. So so just Bye. to have the story out there and know it, it's been recognized and it's going to be seen, um, yeah, it's, it feels really great and it just I'm so I'm so honored to represent the story actually for these men that served. In Vietnam, right. I, I think that's a really big aspect for me. I can go home and write about it, being like, "Okay, great, I did a film, you know, life ever after." But what this film represents <laughs> to these men, every time a veteran actually watches the film, it's quite a healing process for them to finally be yeah. recognized, right? Vietnam yeah. was one of the wars where these men came off, came back. Right? Either they didn't make it back, like your grandfather, right? Most of them didn't right. make it back. Vietnam was a war war that we fought on the ground in the jungle, you know, a different type of war, really shouldn't have been there. And these boys went out and fought in this in this jungle war, and most of them didn't come back. And the ones who did came back to a world that had changed, and they weren't honored. For their service they were actually you know discriminated against or held down or back they were not honored so for me a lot of this um, project is really an honoring for what they did for the for serving our country and what they suffered through not only coming back with with the way they were treated by society but for their physical ailments and the sicknesses and PTSD and everything they came back. And the fact that some of these men, actually the men that I worked with, you know, they went on, a lot of them, to live very um, productive lives, had children, helped people like Don Mason did. You know, so it represents mm-hmm. this whole world and an aspect that the Vietnam actually has not been recognized for. So for that, it's more about that. You know, it's not about me. It's about these men finally being recognized for their service. You
0: know what I mean? That was even more for him to be recognized. And they have movies out now that show the plight of, you know, african American. Fighting the wars as well so for me that's comforting knowing that at least he did what he wanted to do and he wanted to give his life for the country and he actually did volunteer so to me that that kind of gives me a little bit of a closure um, on everything as well I and mean, I mean once you're over there you're over there you're fighting with you're fighting um, with each other you know what I mean as a group against you know, there was no, and from what I understood from a lot of different people that went over there that actually thought there really wasn't a color over there. There was more like, hey, I'll cover you, you cover me.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Yeah. That's so interesting you bring that up. It was. It was quite a brotherhood out there. Definitely a brotherhood. Yeah. And, um, you know, as I created this film, I tapped into um, the National Archives. In Washington, D.C., you know, there's an amazing archival footage of many of the wars um, and different governmental things that go on, but um, that they went out and they shot. In Vietnam, they actually had, you know, camera crews out there, 35 millimeter, 60 millimeter film, amazing footage that I found to create this project. And I want to tell you, you know, a lot of the soldiers in the footage, they're african American. And they're they're fighting side by side. Their brother, you're absolutely right, did not matter, and yeah. they served their country, you know, with pride. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's um, it's I I see it depicted on the film and some of the film clips that I even used. You see it there. So it was right. an interesting time, right. definitely, to see that. Yep. That can yep. make a whole other documentary. So, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That can make a whole can other be. documentary. Uh, the there you go. That might be my next project oh. right there. If anyone wants oh, to fund me on that, that one, we could do, right?
0: That would be oh, that awesome. Would be a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So where can people see, where can people reach you? Where can people see the film or see, a, 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 a you know, how they have, like, a preview of the film? Where can people see that?
1: Right. Okay, so for right now, you know, I have my website up and running, which is www.VietnamWarMiracle.com. And there you have access to some of the background information. Um, I'll be posting events where it's going to show... Um, you, oh, got can you, hear you me got now? off. It was www.vietnamwarmiracle.com. Okay. W- 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 d- yeah, Com. Basically, it's the title of okay. the film, but it's Vietnam War Miracle. Okay. Com. So it'll have okay. events. It'll have where it's showing. Um, you can reach out to me via email there. It has a lot of the information, and and, and I'll continue to post as it gets booked and shown in other places. Right now, the U.S. Theater mm-hmm. will be at the Bare Bones Film Festival, which is on April 27th, showing at the Roxy Theater there. If anyone listening is in Muskogee, Oklahoma, uh, we'll be out there showing the film, to, uh, film there. And then afterwards, I'm actually going to put it up online for purchase, and um, so, so oh. you can actually purchase it privately, which will help me pay for the funds. It helps me pay for what I've spent on the film to make. Um, so that will be right. at, starting May May 1st. I'm going to offer that up May 1st, and then it will be showing at other places. Okay. I'll be back out in um, Springfield, Virginia, to show it at the reunion again out here. And, and um, you know, definitely a lot of other options and stuff. And hopefully you could pick up some uh, distribution. So I, I, I am working uh, with some publicists and managers and stuff on that, so we'll see where it goes from there. And, of course, I have Facebook. Look up Facebook, Vietnam War Miracle. Friend me, like me. You can follow the story there.
0: Awesome. I want to thank you for calling in. I want to thank you definitely for doing what you do. Continue it. And then let me know if you're going to pick up that project now.
1: I know. That would be a great one. I'm going to put it on my list. So I found a really amazing niche here with the veterans in Vietnam and everything. There's a a lot of great stories that haven't been told. As a matter of fact, in the rescue of the story, the helicopter pilots were never found. These two pilots came out that saved the men that night. And um, we're thinking about wow. doing something on the helicopter pilots. And also there's a PBS show that might be interested in doing that too. So, well, so definitely have, a lot of let me know. stories to be tapped into.
0: I will. Yes. I certainly will. Let me know. I would love to have you back on the show.
1: Wonderful. I'd love to be back on.
0: All right, then next time okay
1: all right yeah yeah thank you so much for having me i appreciate it and thanks for helping put the word out there for the
0: film definitely and thank you for being on the show
1: okay great take care okay
0: all right bye 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 wow you have to go to the website I'm going to go ahead and a little bit later on after I get off the, the location, because I am on location at the moment, um, we will definitely put this down for you guys to have on our website as well as on the, the show notes here on, uh, underneath the uh, audio. So we're going to go ahead and go to our next caller, and I want to welcome you to the show. I want to say thank you so much for being uh, on the show, and please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello?
2: Hello?
0: Can you hear me now? Hold on a second. We're going to try it again. Hello?
3: Hi, Peter. Hi, how are you? I'm
0: here. Hello. How are you?
3: Great husband,
0: on the show. Everything is good. All right, so I can barely hear you good. So if you can get a little bit closer to your microphone.
4: Okay, I'm ready. To, is this better?
0: Yay, I can hear you better. Yes. Yes. Right. And, okay,
4: and hi, so sorry, please Yeah, this is Mike Thiel as well. I'm not sure if you can hear me from bars on uh, is that the mic coming through okay? I can definitely hear you. Yes. Great. Thank you very good. much for having us. <laughs> I appreciate it.
0: Oh, no problem, any time. So, okay, you guys have something that you want to talk about, and I know it's it's something to do with travel, which is one of my favorite things, which I'm doing right now. So tell everybody about
3: that. Basically, it's bars.net. It's an online guide. It's a source to find bars and specials and and things to do when you travel or if you're just looking for, for something to do locally. I had a problem years ago. I used to work for Wall Street, and I used to go visit clients all around the country. And I used to entertain them, and I used to want to go out after I visited them, and I couldn't find any place to uh, relax. You know, nobody was sending me to the right places. So I thought of there has to be some sort of online guide that I should come up with, and I came up with bars b a r z z dot net b a r a r s was taken mm. already, and I figured it's a nice spin on the word bars, you know.
2: Mhm. Wow. So basically, wow. I, so, okay. I I wanted
3: to yeah, you want to find the right place for the right. Right moment, you know, when you go out, that's what we're trying to do.
0: Now, how long does this take you? Because I, I mean, how many bars are there, and and how many cities did you do, or did you do all
2: of them?
4: Well, we try to do all of them, Mike. You want to handle that? Yeah. So we're we're, we're nationwide, and we're just, we're continuing to expand. So we're continuously adding and updating new bars, and that's where you know we like to differentiate ourselves with other competitors who. You may have stale information that might be outdated and all, but we're continuously updating information. They and might just
3: focus on one sector of the market, too, like the right. nightlife crowd. We handle airport bars for travelers. We handle daytime bars for families when they go out to eat for lunch. We don't ignore any sector of the market. You know, we feel everybody needs
4: to get this information. So, that's what I'll like mention. It's anything from, from nightclubs to, you know, lounges to, you know,
3: happy hour Dog-friendly
4: dog bar. bars. You could for,
3: you could look up dog-friendly bars on our site and find hundreds of them across the oh country. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you now, can find you your favorite just team, like the yourself? Eagles.
2: Did you just
0: buy yourselves? But, just the two of you?
3: We're a two-man army. <laughs> the bar, we're a bar's army. We on a printing, oh, my We're we on a printing arm. Yeah, we... We, we, that's why we're trying to do a crowd fund now, and uh, we're looking to raise some money so that we could. Number one, we, we're being we're very successful, and we want to give back, and we want to start a nonprofit called BAD B A D D, and it's bars against dangerous uh-huh. driving, which in, it encompasses drinking, oh. drugging, texting, everything that could make your driving dangerous. You know, we and from but. the inside of the, of the actual industry. We feel we should be able to at least have a word and tell people, you know, relax cut back and we're going to make people more aware in the industry, educate them. People have to sign a document if they want to be on our site. And We're we're trying to get a hold on that. And that's part of the crowdfund as well, nonprofit.
0: Right. Right. Oh, my gosh. You know, to me, that's a lot of work. Um, But if that's something that you wanted to do, you know, how long did you guys know when you did this, how long did it take you from moment to moment, from the beginning to the end? How long was it? And, and did you ever, uh, I mean, was there a point where you were like, I mean, you got
3: to so many bars. I, I've never given up on bars. And, you know, there's always ideas. And I feel like if you look at my business plan, I wrote it back in 99. And I think businesses that are coming out now are all in my business plan from back in 99. Other businesses that we don't own. You know, and, and we, we're missing out only because we're small with two guys. You know, we're two-man army. We're doing this all ourselves. We see all these little companies, these little guys, since they might be just focused in New Jersey or in a sector of the country or region, and they're only going after the nightlife crowd. And we feel that we're going to involve the community as well. They're going to have more input, so they're going to be able to add their bars or add their friends' bars and add information. But That's part of the whole change and part of the crowdfunding, of the reason why we're looking to raise some money. We're going to involve the right. community more. I have never wow, given up wow. on bars on that. I used to sell from when I was a kid. My mother, I, I guess I get on her nerves and she cut some trimmings of plants, made me get a cups of dirt and sell them in front of the house for a dollar each. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. I was always selling.
2: Wow. Wow.
0: Now, I, I have to say this. I have to say this. This is not something that's like for everybody. Because, no. you know, doing the bar thing and getting the list and all of that, How I mean, just give me an example of when you started. How difficult was it to begin
3: that journey? It, it, first you have to sit down and you have to write a business plan. The most important thing is then you realize what you're doing, how difficult it is to do, you know, and also a marketing plan. A lot of people will do the business plan but ignore the marketing plan, which is very important because you could build something, and, you know, if you don't tell anybody about it, you don't market it properly, it's not gonna work. But we sat down, Mike and I, a whole summer back in two thousand and six when we had spreadsheets, right, Mike? Uh, we detailed
4: every nuance of the databases. Right yeah, and, 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 and like you were like you were mentioning too, I mean and what Sal was alluding to, being a two man, you know, show and trying to, you know, compete with a lot of other, you know, types of services out there, it's taken a lot of time. Uh, you know, for us to really build out a uh, a database that can provide a lot of value for for anyone that's really trying to find the right information for bar. So it's it, we spent a lot of time gathering information that a lot of other people did, like Sal was mentioning. All these, if, you know, you're out of town and you want to find your home sports team. To, you know, what bar like might host that, or how many yeah. TVs a bar has. Their drink menus, Yay. so there's really no and and all and not to mention specifically uh, one of the more valuable thing is all of the specials, happy hour specials, or ladies night specials. Um, okay. That's a lot How of is. information that not many. The change really ha- That yeah, and a lot of competitors don't have that comprehensiveness uh, wow. comprehensiveness that we have. So yeah, it takes a lot of time. It's a lot of effort, but and
3: it's free for the bar find- owners to add their information. Totally free for yeah. a bar owner to add the information. I just so want to make we, sure they know
4: that. And what's kind of exciting is we're, we're, oh, wow. we're finally we're really getting we're really getting to a place now where we feel like we have a large segment of the country, a lot of thousands and thousands of bars across the country for people to search from and find the right place. Uh, so we're really getting into a, into a position where, you know, we're we're providing something that nobody else really has.
0: I, I've never heard of such a thing And, I, and I, I'm a singer And it's just perfect yeah. You
3: know After you're working at night You want to go out after you, your
4: your gig Right uh, well, Go yeah. find karaoke bars On our on our, on our mobile app site. <laughs> you, have, I mean, uh, you can search for...
0: Yeah there are times Where I want to go out And just you know see somebody else Sing for a change And I don't know where right. to go <laughs> This is perfect this is actually perfect. And you can look. So, it, you can look so it up it right you now. Turn on the app. There you go. And wh- where What's can that? they get it again? Where can they get it again?
3: The website is B A R Z Z dot net.
4: And the and the uh, mobile app. The mobile app is you know available on both uh you know Google and Apple uh devices. And the so the mobile app is is bars, B A R Z Z. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. You guys that takes a yeah. lot of dedication and a lot of work. I'm sorry. That to me that takes a lot of looking things up, making sure that. And now did you have people that own bars call you once they found out?
3: So, they've just good us, and we try to explain to them what they have to do and you know they can't
4: believe they're looking for the gimmick. What's what's a, what's the a catch? You know, why is it well, so we- free? And and we we have bars yeah right. we have bars that rely, rely on us right now we allow bars to upload their menus like that they may not host their own website or anything so we provide that that uh, online oh, wow. presence
3: for them so it, we have everything on there that a website could provide
4: yeah. everything and, and so it and it is kind of a you know a little bit of a catch twenty two we we don't want to charge bars in a sense we want to really more partner with them because getting them on the site adds more content and, and it adds more value to everyone else that's using it. And then there's other ways right. that we can, you know, that we can generate revenue. And we want to be where we are is kind of like a one-stop shop for the industry. Uh, I think Sal was mentioning before, we have a printing service, if, you know, for printing business cards or marketing materials or menus. Yeah. Um an online store. If you, if you want to uh, look for any types of uh, accessories or equipment in uh, that's for you know or just really
3: novelties for a home a home party or home novelty. bar or whatever. We have everything. Inflatables.
4: Uh so it's
3: Wow. We we've tried to accomplish the whole market, wow. you know, for the for the bar owner. For the bar patrons, everybody. And it's all free.
5: Wow.
0: That you know what, I commend you for that. I really do. You know, everybody has something that they need to do and that they really, really want to do in life, and this is something you guys did that, I mean, and you're still doing it, you're still updating it, and you're making it easy for people like me. Now, is there a safety measure that you guys rate these bars? Like, are there bars that, that you wouldn't suggest that people go to? Well, we do don't. We try to, to find these? good
3: in everything, you know, because someone will ask me, Sal, what's your favorite bar? I'll ask you, what's your favorite bar? Right. But I have a favorite dive bar. I have a favorite sports bar. I have a favorite lounge.
4: It all depends well that's mm-hmm. exactly and that's a really good question uh because that you know that leads into you know the idea of a lot of reviews competitor right like competitor sites you know your Yelp, right. your facebooks your google's that four that have uh that are based around uh just customer reviews and exaggerated yeah, course, reviews and, uh-huh. and, that's, and that's certainly and that's certainly helpful um right. But, you you're really kind of at the mercy a lot of times of other people's personal preferences. They may not like a certain thing, but that may not have anything to do with what your personal yeah. preferences are. So what we're okay. trying what we're really right. trying to do is is to be more objective, to look here's here's where the informa- you know here's where the bar is, here's what's an inside look of everything uh, uh, amenities, uh, specials, pictures this is what the bar is like. This is what you're looking for. This is what they have. You know, so we try to be objective in that sense. But we're actually
3: changing from your community's experiences versus exaggerated reviews. You know, we, we're we going to rely on your re- experience, not yet necessarily your review of the place, but what happened there, how would you, would you re- refer somebody else if they were going out, so on and so forth. We try to find the positive, you know, and all that. We're getting away from the right. negative... How many times have you seen somebody get a bad review and you know the person or you know the establishment, and I feel bad for the person because they're such a nice person, the place is great, and who knows what mood the reviewer was in.
4: And yeah. and, and to, to kind of tie yeah. that back in, to tie it back in also one of the other reasons why we don't charge bars specifically as well is because we don't want to create a conflict of interest Right. To give the impression that we may be favoring, you know, that we may be favoring or or punishing a, a venue for one reason or another. So we we eliminate that conflict of interest altogether, and that's yeah, they can't quite, even advertise on our site. That's quite yeah, that's quite different from um yeah. from a lot of other competitors yep. out there. Yeah, yeah. Yep, we will
3: call you and say we could get rid
4: of these reviews if you place these ads. Basically. Well, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly.
3: Yeah, okay. I mean, that's... <laughs> Mike is the nice guy of the group, as you can see.
2: I'm (laughs) the (laughs) troublemaker.
4: No, but he's
3: right. I mean,
2: there's
4: been stories. There's been a lot of stories about that. So we we just want to avoid Uh that conflict. Uh, I want to I want to confront it. I will avoid it for now. (laughs) Right. No, I mean avoiding the conflict of interest with the bars.
3: Yeah. we'll definitely avoid the conflict. We don't allow the bars. They asked, "Can I pay for an ad on your site?" Said, "Nope, sorry."
0: Well, I I totally get it. I totally get it because there are, everybody has their bad days and their bad moments, and and every and you know sometimes it's just people that are mad because you don't want to serve them past a tenth drink, and so they give you a bad yeah. report. You know, I understand. I understand. And about and it. They're, I mean,
2: like,
0: they're like so drunk and so messed up that you don't want to serve them anymore. And bars do have a cutoff. You know, so I I kind of get it. Wow. So it's it's again it's B R it's B A C Z
2: b a r z z two z's b a
3: r z z dot net b a r z z dot net
0: thank you thank
4: you so much yeah oh no no uh, thank you I appreciate you having us on
3: and please anybody who will I check it out it. please review it we want to hear your opinions if you re- if you download the app please leave us a review be honest we can handle it that's right. No, That's I think right. I, I think people uh, will really. Again. I think your listeners will really like it. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much.
0: Uh, and I'm gonna definitely. I love it. I love it. You guys send me a link, and I'm gonna go ahead and post it up. That's uh, www.barzz.net. All you right, guys. Thank you again so much. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Have a great night. All right. Good night. Bye. All right. You too. All right. All right. All right, bye bye. Wow! Look at
4: that. So
0: we've got the Vietnam movie, and then we have bars where you can actually know where to go to, like, find a bar in your area that's going to be great for you to go out and have a good time. I mean, come on. I mean, these guys put their – I mean, they put it to the, to the test. Well, we're not done. We definitely know we're near done. We have our next guest on the line. I want to say welcome to the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please.
5: Hello? Hello. Hi.
0: Hi. How Hi. are
2: you?
5: I'm fine, <laughs> thank you. I didn't realise it was my cue, so I do apologise. My name is Anthea Davidson. Oh, no, okay. I am. Can you hear me?
0: Go ahead. Yes, I can. Yeah. Can my you hear me,
5: Anthea Davidson? Yes, I can. Uh, maybe a little bit of a delay. But It's, it's, I can hear you. Um, my name is Anthea Davidson Jarrett. I am a teacher and an avid traveler, and I've just written my first book called Mind Your Business. Awesome. <laughs> whoop, whoop.
2: Awesome.
5: I love it. Yeah, wow.
2: So
0: tell us about that.
5: Um, it's a unique idea. Well, one that I haven't seen around it's a journal for the future so it's a little bit like a diary but rather than using words to explain or or put down your past experiences it's using symbols for positive affirmations for future so you look at that symbol um you you connect it to a mantra or a thought that you want to manifest it it could be as simple as I, I am happy. And every time you look at that symbol, it reminds you that, you, you know, you're happy. Um, much like right. a lot of these brand names, much like a lot of these brand names that we automatically, subconsciously ah. just know, um, it, that's the effect that I want the symbols to have on the person. So that they're carrying with them a state of peace, a state of happiness, a state of bliss, a state of joy all at all times um, programming themselves using their own symbols, as opposed to the media symbols or brand name symbols, which do nothing for the mind other than get you to spend an arm and a leg on a pair of trainers that you don't really need, <laughs> for example. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Wow. Well, now, OK, how did you come up with that?
5: I was minding my business, (laughs) literally. Um, I struggled really to remember myself, you know, and understand, look, I am a human being. Fine, fair enough. But more than that, I am a soul having a human experience. And so when life gets in the way, you know, presents all these problems to you, you end up feeling or Going with your emotions and agreeing with oh you know i'm I'm not good at this I'm you know end up being quite negative and quite hard on yourself and I literally was sitting there doodling and it came to me that hold on a minute why am I telling myself these things why can I not keep in mind that this is just an experience this thing here called life is just an experience and we're perfect all the time as as Spiritual beings, you know, so why not create something that will remind me of that constantly? So then with my media background, I I decided, well, actually, why not use the same method the media media does? We know, if I was to list off any of these uh, world-famous brand names, we know their Mm -hmm. logos instantaneously. So if it works for us with them, for their agenda, we can also apply the same Programming methods with us and how we feel about ourselves and our right. goals and our visions.
0: Uh
5: uh-huh. Wow. Wow. Now, does that work for dyslex- dyslexia? Well, it because they're not. It's it's not to do with words. You know, words are very limited as well. You know, we could try to explain a concept in our mind sometimes that we just don't have the words for. Um, it's not reading. It is symbolic. It is a picture. Um, well, more than a picture, actually, because a picture will tell you a thousand words, but symbols last forever. So, again, um, if you think of your favorite brand, whatever it is, you, you instantaneously know their, know their logo. You know their symbol. So in regards to dyslexia, right. where it's where it's related to wording, there's no issue there because it's not about um, trying to understand the wording of it. It's your own symbol that you've designed, you've designed, and it therefore something that you will memorise. It's an image. It's a symbol. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm that's a to me that's beautiful because you again you know children learn through pictures they learn through putting their hands in their mouths and texture and touching things and seeing things and you know people are repetitious. Uh, you know repetition is key when you're learning something that's right wow so so when you and when that's you, also, when you when you got well, idea uh huh
5: Sorry, I was just about to say that's also what the media do. It's not just the symbol. they use constant repetition. You've grown up with right. loads, of brand, loads of brand names on the adverts, on your buses, on you know, the billboards. It's been constant all throughout your life. That's why we know and grow to apparently love these brands. It's because of this one of right. the symbol, the logo, the jingle, and also the, the constant repetition. So why not design a symbol for yourself that uh, you've, you've attached the feeling of happiness to or the feeling of joy to? Stick it on your bathroom wall every day and forget about it. Every day you walk past that symbol and subconsciously you actually remember that. You know what I mean? Why not right. stick your symbol of I am, I am beautiful on, on a mug that you use every day? You know, it's, subcon- it's not as if you're focusing on it every day, but subconsciously you are. <laughs> Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah.
0: Yes, definitely, definitely. Now, you know, this to me, this is this is um, this is more like a strike. Like you know how when people say, "Oh, I have a light bulb above my head," kind of idea. Was this was this That's something it. like that for you?
5: It really was, and it it came about because I was doodling, I was literally doodling. And a lot of the time I look back at the stuff that I do, you know, when you're deep in thought about life's issues, like do are fish thirsty or, you know, why, why is it? Right. What would you call a male ladybird? You know, just random thoughts that you have about life. And you, I was doodling <laughs> and it was through the doodling. I was like, well, hold on a minute. Like, like why not create, you know, a symbol that represents, a goal you know we we do it all the time but we just don't realize it and again you know symbols do speak forever as opposed to words that you could I've read loads of mindfulness books which apparently what this is what this book falls under I didn't realize that I just literally wrote the book Um, but I've I've read loads and loads of books and some things I remember some things I don't but nothing really punches through better than a symbol and that that's worked for me so I'm hoping that that helps others um, going on the basis that, you know, the media use this all the time and it works successfully for them because you do remember these brand names and their logos. So right. why not turn it on its head and use it for your own good, for your own uh, empowerment, do you know what I mean? To manifest your own dreams and goals. Right. Right. Wow. Well
0: It's important that we manifest our own dreams our own goals but how important was it to you to come up with a symbol for yourself um that would help you to remember that when you when you wake up when you look at it when you're walking around your house how important was that to you every time you saw it to complete your goals to complete the things that you set out to do
5: yeah I mean it was it was the most important thing for me I think and that's why I'm sharing if if you when you buy my book, um, you'll see that I've got a lot of symbols that I've used for myself, but some of them are updated because that's how life is. Um I've got things like I am open, I am simplicity, I am full of youth, I'm elevated and I literally just plastered my walls around my house with all these different symbols and they worked for me. Every time I looked up at them and I you know, I saw what it meant in my mind, it kind of always repeated to myself, oh, I'm modest, I'm beautiful. It made me feel good. And when I'm at work, I sit and I think, and I remember the symbols, and it kind of makes me feel at peace, you know, peace inside, having that, that a smile almost on your heart to remember, actually, you know, I am a perfect being having a human experience. And it was the symbol that reminded me of that, you know? Mm,
0: mm, mm. Now, I think that that's very interesting. I mean, because are you the kind of person that has sticky notes all over
5: the house? (laughs) Sorry, say that again.
0: Are you the kind of person that has sticky notes all over the house? Like Uh, a sticky note on the
5: refrigerator? (laughs) I I used to be. Um, But um, now I've got symbols. Now I just have pictures and symbols and and, and all sorts all over my house. Yeah, 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 definitely.
0: (laughs) You know, a lot of my husband used to tell me, you're crazy, you know, they're sticking those all over the house. I don't do it anymore because I visually <laughs> see it now. It's planted in my, but I had like yellow and pink and orange. And then I had like the That's ones it. that urgent on the top of it. So it was like, but I, I tell you, that to me that reminds me of the little notes I used to put around the house for myself to remind myself, Hey, you're beautiful. You know, you you that's have you have a destiny, it. you have a purpose, and this to me, that's what right. you're doing is you're giving
5: to people. How you know? How that's does that right. make you feel? Um, I'm excited. That that's the one word that I am. I mean, I'm I'm excited to share this book, and I hope that people do grab themselves a copy. And the reason why is, and well, you mentioned color as well. It's I I have explained as well that you know use color because color is also quite symbolic and it will speak to you you know it's not just words that speak to you symbols do a bigger and better job at doing that you know um but I am excited because guess what when you purchase the book for example it'll be totally different from your husband's book which will be totally different from your friend's book so every single book that's sold will be unique to that person there's not one same copy of this book ever because that it's, it's about the individual's journey and that excites me you know if I can empower people by sharing this concept with them and and allowing them to receive the same success that I have had with using symbols I mean what more could you ask for you know
0: yes definitely definitely wow Okay, so, I mean, this to me is important because a lot of people get off track and procrastination is a big thing. It's a big thing. And then it's <laughs> only if I had this can I do that. Is this book Great. really going to show people that they already have what they need to succeed by using the symbol? The symbol?
5: Most definitely. This book is, is talking not to your conscious mind. It's talking to your sub mind and that's what we need to understand is that when you program your subconscious mind that's what causes the whatever goal it is you have to stick whatever vision or whatever you want to do to stick and I'm hoping that for example someone who procrastinates could have a mantra for themselves that could be now is important or now is of, the you know, time is of the essence or whatever their, whatever their message to themselves that they want to program, they can put that in a symbol and use that symbol Bye. and look at that symbol and keep looking at that symbol and remembering, oh, yeah, that's what that means. Oh, yeah, that's what that, and stay in that feeling because it's important to not only know what you want, but to also act as if you've achieved it. You know, it's important to uh-huh. act as if you've already got your big mansion in the countryside, for example. How does that feel? It feels beautiful. Envision yourself. Use your imagination and your creative mind um, to envision yourself and stay in that feeling. It's so important to do that. And I'm hoping that when you do use those symbols, they will remind you, for example, like you mentioned, the procrastinator, to stay in the now and to be energised because it's sometimes often, you know, laziness that causes procrastination. Why not grab yourself, yeah. draw yourself, design yourself a symbol for I am energy. I am constantly uh-huh. energized. That could, that could be a symbol that you could design for yourself, you know. Um, but, yeah, definitely. Wow,
0: wow. Now I have one more question. I know I'm kind of going over the time here. But I, had, I do have one question. It's okay. Removing, your, removing yourself from the normal. Will that help? Right. Like, okay, if you're home all the time or whatever, or you have work and then you go home, removing yourself from the normal activity, will that increase your your um your I would say, your your go get 'em go kind of thing? Would that be better? Um
5: yes. No, it depends on the individual, I would say. This is my perspective. You know, what I've learned to do is because I used to travel all the time and, and I used to, oh, I want to go here. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to. But actually, everywhere I went, my problems went with me in that sense. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> um, so what, mm-hmm. I, what I decided to say to myself was I am within, you know, this is my person. This is my human. I, I almost see myself as a third person. And I use what society has us doing now is thinking that when we daydream, it's a bad thing. Actually, no. Keep your daydreams and generate your mind or try to practice your mind to think of yourself as a third person and see yourself from, a, like, from, Above, looking down at yourself And also talking to yourself in that sense well, How beautiful you are Oh my god you're, and, and also being grateful for what you have every day Is important, you know But also right. talking to yourself Every day oh, and, and seeing yourself as a third person And give yourself a break as well you know? It's so important that we all, society has got us well we've got to do this, we've got to do that, I've got to, No, you don't. You're perfect already and life will come always with issues. It doesn't matter. Right, you've right. just got to remain you've just got to remain happy within. And that's that's it for me, you know. Try to be happy always. Laugh at yourself, cry cry at yourself. It's okay. Like go through these emotions but still remain solid and know that you are perfect always regardless of what life throws at your person you know That
2: mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that is important that's definitely important to know and a lot of people don't believe that what would you say to to a person to get them to believe to or, or even to start to believe that they are important <sighs>
5: Someone said to me, um, "You're lucky, you know, out of all these millions of sperm that your dad threw at your mom, you were the one who (laughs) you were the one who made it, you know." And that's true in a way, you know. Um, You're here for a reason, and even if you don't know what your reason is, and even if you're doubting what your reason is, you're feeling bad about you right now. But remember, you are your person. Don't be in your person's mind; be in your soul's mind. Do you know what I mean? Try to separate your person yeah. and your life, human experience from who you are. Two totally different things,
2: mm-hmm.
5: you know. And once you are Uh-oh. able to embrace your mind and stay in, your, stay in that feeling and, and train your mind to see yourself as perfect, because you are. Because when we leave this plane... We're, we're, what are we going to do? We're going back to ourselves, our soul. You know, we're only having an experience. Remember that. Remember that you are beautiful and perfect. Perfect. You're only having an experience. That's it. So whenever you feel down about yourself, just remember that and give yourself a smile and a pat on the back and say, you know what? Even when you feel rubbish, I'm beautifully, I'm beautifully and perfectly made. That's it. You know, and when mm-hmm. you begin to start thinking wow. positive, you attract positive, don't you? You do, and see the little definitely. things. If you hear a bird, if you see a, if you hear a bird singing, say hi to it. I mean, it's a crazy idea, but why not? You know, um, <laughs> take 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 in the small things in life and appreciate those things as well. I'd say as well. Yeah,
0: definitely. definitely, definitely, definitely. Sounds like the law of attraction to me.
5: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> Which I totally believe in. I do. I totally believe in it. Wow. I wanna thank it. you for being on the show. Where can people reach you?
5: Um, okay, so you can grab yourself a copy of Mind Your Business. Uh at my website it's Anthea Davidsonjarrett dot com. That's A N T H E A D A V I D S O N J A. R-R-E-T-T dot com. <laughs> Sorry, it's long, but that's my name. <laughs> um, the book is for available for pre-order on Amazon. Um, or you can get it at discounted price uh, on my publisher's website, which is shieldcrest.co.uk forward slash mindyourbusiness.html. Don't forget the .html.
0: Right definitely and we will have this as soon as i get to the main office because i am doing this on location um that we will have all this information written down and make sure that people get to it and they can just copy and paste
5: fabulous and you could also hit me at uh, mind your 411 i think that's my instagram is that my instagram yeah that's my instagram page and twitter mind your 411 as well
0: awesome well, I want to thank you for being on the show and thank you for doing what well, you do. Thank you for having me. There any, is there anything or anyone that you want to leave your listeners and the listeners and the readers with today?
5: Sorry, could you just say that one more time?
0: Is there one? Is there anything else you'd like to leave your readers with today?
5: Oh, like a message?
0: Yeah.
5: Uh, just, just to know that your mind is a magical place and, you know, if other people can manipulate it as well as the media can, for example, you can do the same. You know, take back control, ah. reign your subconscious mind, take it back, it's yours, it's not for anyone else to play with. And, you know, if you don't mind your business, someone else is, So someone else will. So, you know, go <laughs> ahead and be your, be your beautiful and majestic self, that's all.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much again for being on the show and for calling in. I truly believe in what you're doing. I think it's awesome. I do. I totally. I, I you hope so you become much. a bestseller because to me, this is this Thank is wonderful. You. People, people have been put down so much. You know, um, you're too white, or you're yeah. too dark, or you don't have the best hair, or your hair is too curly, your hair is too That's straight, it. your teeth are not.
5: That's right. Your teeth are
0: crooked. You're, you know, come on. Seriously. That's it.
5: And we have nothing it. But we do. We do. Yeah. We internalize it. We internalize it, yeah. and that's so wrong. That you don't you don't get to attack my person. You don't get to tell me what my exactly. person's about. My per my person exactly. is 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 a reflection of me, and I am going to tell you <laughs> who I am. That's it. Exactly.
0: Exactly, and I totally believe in it. And I think you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you so much.
5: Thank you for having me.
0: All right, then. We're going to put your information. As soon as I get to the radio station, we'll put it down on the page. I'm not typing anything right now. I'm just going to go ahead and do the interviews. But thank you again
5: so much. You do you. Stay stay rising and shining. You're fabulous. And thank you so much for this portal. And Um, uh, enjoy. Travel safe. I
0: will. Thank you so much.
5: And you do the same. Thank you.
0: Bye. 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 Wow, what a wonderful book. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. There are so many people out there that need to hear that word. So let's recap. At the beginning of the show, we had the Vietnam War, where a person actually went ahead and wrote about a hero in the Vietnam War that saved someone's life. You have to go back and listen, because I'm not gonna give you the details, but they saved someone's life, and that person 40 some odd years later went to find that person and thanked them for saving their lives. Amazing. And they made a movie out of it. After all those years, to find the person is a miracle. And so she actually is going to be doing a film festival. And if you go back into the show, you'll hear about that. Our second guest, well, Bars.net, that's b a r z z, where they had the idea to come up with all of ours nationwide, that you can go to and have a great time. Even family-friendly bars, dog-friendly bars. They got all the menus and everything. I mean, seriously, seriously. And it's free. That's right, free. Okay? Free. That, to me, is amazing. Two guys, there's the whole country. The whole country. All right? Obviously, they're probably still looking for more people because they're always updating. So you can always go to bars. You can also get the app. Then we have our latest where she actually did like a picture kind of thing where, you know, your own symbol of your power, what you want to do in life, you know, that that law of attraction thing, you know, and don't allow people to afflict you, you know, you have control of that. So, you know, they don't have the right to, to, you know, demean you personally. That is your power. I mean, Wow. I'm going to have all this information up right on the website, right on the Facebook page, and right on our page right here on Dream Cases Radio on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm going to go ahead and take a break. I need to take a break because I need to talk to you guys about a few things. I want to talk to you about beginnings. Now, we have one more guest, yes we do, we have one more guest, but I want to talk to you today about beginning, and I want to talk to you today about the choices that you make will mold your outcome. And this whole show has been about that. The first person that was on the show talked about someone who helped someone else in a war, and it molded their outcome. That person could have easily died. Easily died. Okay? But because of the choice, of the person, the person to help the other person during a war save their lives. Now they have children and grandchildren, and they went back and they thanked this person for doing this because they would not have had the life that they led if that person didn't. That was a choice that molded the life of not only one person, but two people, and then in turn molded multiple people. Multiple people. Who would have known that that one gesture would have had such a huge outcome? The people that were his children, his wife, would have never been, never been. Children would have never been born. Grandchildren, never been born. If it had not been for the choice of a person to help save his life, was a moment that molds the outcome of that person's life. Not only that person, everybody that came after it. Bars. I know, I know, but now you know where to go to get entertainment. You know the menu. You know everything. This is something they decided to do, and they still do it. And they take your time to do it. Entertainment is a big part of everyone's life. People want to go out and have a good time. You want to go out and have a drink. Or you want to go out with your kids. Or you have a dog. And you want a dog-friendly environment that you can take your dog to and and kind of have a drink or something. Hey, that's right there for you. But not neither. But that's not the only thing. And we have our last guest so far that actually came up with a book of empowerment for you. So, look. I wanna to talk to you about beginnings but I also wanna to talk to you about molding. And I'm gonna take some time to do this, so just kinda of be just kinda of bear with me. Lives. We have moments of decisions that we have to make. Sometimes those those decisions come instantaneously where there really is no moment of, oh, I'm gonna do it or I'm not there's not. There's nothing you could do to think about it, okay? It's just got to happen. Like this thing, you you don't even you don't even know you're deciding to do it. It just kind of happens where it just you go for it. And then there are those moments where you have time to kind of reflect and think, what do I want to do? Do I really want to do this? So we need to differentiate the two. But let's go back to beginnings because this is where it all starts. It starts from the beginning. It starts from the moment that you decide in your life what you're going to do, how you're going to be, and what you're going to allow affect you. Now, me personally, let's start with me, because me, I can talk about me. I can't talk about you, but I can talk about me. But let me just go ahead and use my life as an example so that you can understand what I'm talking about. Beginnings. It's kind of hard to begin something when you've allowed someone else to dictate what you can and cannot do. So let's work with that first. We're going to work with that. We need to get rid of the negative and accept the positive. We all have something that we can do in life, right? You have something that you can do that makes you unique and different from everyone else. And I say this all the time. My success depends on you doing the thing that you have to do in life. So if you don't do what you're supposed to do, I can't do what I'm supposed to do. So think about it like this. The guests that I've had on my shows, if they didn't do what they're supposed to do, I wouldn't have a show. Beginnings. A lot of times the beginning is not going to be great. A lot of times, the beginning is going to be rough. A lot of times, you're not going to believe that you can even do it, that you can even begin. But guess what? That's everybody. Everybody's like that. Everybody has a moment in their life where they don't believe they can even start. Do you even have the talent to begin? That was my question to myself. You know, how could you believe that you could even do that? I mean, seriously? Are you serious? A radio station reaching over 100 million people in in 10 years? Nah, you can't do that. You're kidding. Uh, uh, uh. You know how many times I've heard that from other people telling me what I could and couldn't do? But yet I have to go home with myself. Are they going to pay my bills? Are they the ones that are actually going to live with me? No. I had I had to differentiate me from them. I had to decide for myself who I who I wanted to be, and what I wanted to reflect. And so, that's what we have to think of. The other person. Has have a life they have to lead. I have a life I have to lead. And in respect to that, what is the life I want to lead that will make me happy within myself so that when I get older, I won't have any regrets? Now, there is a failing too. A lot of people will say, oh, I, I won't be happy until I make this amount of money or until I become famous at this. Or I wanna be I wanna be a YouTuber and I wanna be like in the top echelon of the YouTube
2: world.
0: I won't be happy until I do that. Well then that's not really what you should be thinking of because that in its in its respect is not happiness. I'm gonna tell you why. Twice in my life I have had no money issues. When I was younger my mom is a very famous singer, and we had everything. But let let me tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you the beginning. We are talking about beginnings and moldings today. The beginning is my mother, get this, did not have a maid. I cleaned the house. I cleaned the pool. I was the cook. I washed the dishes. I did my own laundry. Why would she do that when we had all the money that we needed to get someone else to do it? Beginning. You know why? Because life is no certainty of how it's going to turn out. Ultimately, that in itself taught me how to be self-sufficient, even though she had everything covered. I mean, I, I had no worries, none. But I didn't know that. You know, I had an allowance. I had to do things to get something. You know, I had to get straight A's. I, I didn't have a I, – I mean, I had a very good life, but to me it was a normal life like anybody else in my neighborhood. Any other kid that was out there had the same life as I did. I was no better than anyone else. And so my mother, in respect, taught me – how to be self sufficient and she began to mold me from the beginning beginning. The second thing, I had my own business, it was a non profit. In eight years we made over three million dollars. So in return, you know, I did I we did have a non profit, but we didn't I didn't obtain all that money. But we lived very good. However, I have to say that I still, now get this, I still did my own laundry. I still cooked my own food, cleaned my own house. I did everything I was taught to do, and I didn't have anyone else do it for me because I truly believe that from the beginning, you never know. Life, there is no guarantee that that will continue, that you will continue to have all that money. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. Happiness is not in the money. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I've messed some people up, right? <laughs> happiness is not having that number one song and traveling all over the world. Uh-oh. Because that's what I did when I was younger. Uh-oh. There is. That's not happiness, guys. When you reach that point, you will be the same. If that's what you're looking for, if that's what you're looking to get, out of this whole journey that you have purposed, you will not achieve it. There will never be a moment that you will achieve happiness because that truly is just a goal. And happiness does not come from the money you receive, the high enchilons of the enchilons that you may get or become. Um, you may be a famous whatever look at how many famous people out there are miserable they can't even stay married for two or three years because they're unhappy do you believe that the happiness of being famous there's gonna be happiness and having millions of dollars I think that that is that is something that you are in error for that is not that is not happiness happiness is Coming from within you, being thankful and grateful for everything, for the little things. The little things. Look, dealing with, I have dealt with elderly people who can't walk, can't move, bedridden. And they have all told me one thing every precious moment in life, every smile, Every moment that you see someone, every moment that you have to be grateful, that within itself is the happiness that you should look towards having. Beginnings. So now that we have beginnings, now that we know what true happiness is, because it's not in money, and I'm going to go to a different subject now. Let's go to money. Let's go to money. Most people say that money is a commodity. I say you're wrong. Money is not a commodity. Time is a commodity. Money is a tool. I think i met some people up there, too. Money is not a commodity. Money is a tool. You should never use money as a commodity because guess what? Money will go and come. Think of yourself as a recycler or think of yourself as a benefactor of money. And every time money goes out, more of it plus whatever you put out will come back to you that you can use again. It's a tool. You buy something with it. You get something with it. You can't take it with you when you go from the earth. Money is a tool. And it doesn't make you happy. Money can never make anyone happy. Money is a tool, so we use it as such. Just think of it like that. Now, let's go to the true commodity. The true commodity is your time, which you cannot get back. So listen to this. Now is past. Now is past. Now is past. Can I get that time? I've said it three times. No, it's gone. It's gone. I spent it. I spent it. It's gone. When you go after your goals, when you go after your dreams, when you when you put the law of attraction into, into play, when you go ahead and you become the person that you want to become, because, by the way, it's going to take you at least two weeks to even get into the, to the practice of saying, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, I am somebody, I can, I'm beautiful, I'm this, I'm that. It's going to take you another 30 days to believe it. Get started now, but what I am saying is when you take your time and you believe that time can be spent, that's where you have to begin. We're going to begin at spending time properly, spending your time. Money is not Something that cannot be recouped. Not unless you give up. Not unless you're not able to do it. But if you're able, money can be recouped and increased. Time cannot. So when we're thinking of molding ourselves, shaping our, our outcome, when we're of beginnings, we need to start with time. Starting with the time that you have from this moment on is going to be essential in your success. This is why people say, Well, I procrastinate, or I really don't have the motivation. I'm getting the motivation now. I'm letting you know that time. Cannot recoup. Time cannot be increased. Time is your most precious commodity.
2: And
0: you know, they're 20, 30 years old. Where did the time go? We always say that. But right before your eyes, they grow up. That's going to be your dream. That's going to be your goal that is going to be your destiny and the time will pass as fast as children grow up so what do you do how do you how do you even begin to get that time back you can't but you can begin now how much time do you have left who knows nobody knows children die People die at young ages. Some people die at 104. How long do you have? Who cares? Begin now. The happiness that you may have depends on how you use your time. How are you going to use it? Tell me. Tell me how you're going to use that time. What are you going to do with it? I'll tell you a basic outline of how you can use your time effectively. First, begin to be thankful for the little things. That's where your happiness will begin. That's where you will begin to see how to mold yourself, how to mold the beginnings, how to get it all in line. Because truly, money is is not happiness. Again, I have to say that. And most people believe that it is. Oh, I'm going to marry rich. I'm going to do this. Yeah, but then you're going to be miserable. Look at your baby. Look at your dog. Look at your life. What so minute that other people don't even see, what is it that brings a smile to your face? That's where you start. That's it right there. That's where you start. That smile. You see that smile? I know you did it. I know you smile. You see that smile? You see that joy? has nothing to do with money. has nothing to do with possession. It has everything to do with your heart, your love, and the smallest little thing that no money can buy, ever, ever. That is where you begin to mold your life. And at any age, you can do this. Five, fifty-three, ninety-two, fifteen, twenty-two. 53, 92, 15, 22. Who cares? We never know how many years we have left. Nobody knows. And basically, I don't care because we have to live right now. So let's talk about now. We we talked about the beginning. We talked about what really makes you happy, what really is about now. Let's talk about the moment. In this moment in time, what do you need to do to begin? Do you need to itemize things? Are you a person like me that has sticky notes all over the house where you have to actually write it down to begin to believe that you can even do it? What is it that you need to do for yourself? So I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things for me. To begin, you're going to begin by doing the one thing that you know you can do that works for you. I'm not going to tell you what works for you, but I am going to go through a list of things that you may say, I agree, that works for me. For me, it's sticky notes all over the house. Sticky notes. I know that's funny, but like I said before, I have all my little sticky notes. I have some that says urgent. Some that says planning, some that's the different colors. It works for me. That's what works for me. My little notes, my little notepads. I mean, to me, that my my thing. But what works for you may not work for me, and vice versa. So think about it. It may be writing in a notebook. It may be the sticky notes. It may be vocal, like you little leave little um voice recordings on your phone, that works for you, that keeps you going, that keeps you in, in line with what you need to get. Um, a lot of people say that they need to just think about something or or just kind of repeat it or write it over and over again. What works for you to get you started? Remember that the choices we make mold our outcome. So let's we've talked about the positive choices. We've talked about the good. But let's talk about the opposite of that. Because a lot of people the the mistake that we make and I've noticed this is that we talk about a lot of things about the things that we don't want. You know, we we're focusing so much on the things we don't want that we don't focus on the things that we do want. And I, I know that I've heard someone tell me once that my mother Teresa said that she would never, ever attend an anti war uh uh um event. But she will always do A pro-peace event. So think about that. The word war is still an action. It's still still something that's negative. It has a negative connotation to it. But peace doesn't. So what we want to do is we don't want to focus on the things we don't want. We don't want to focus on, you know, anti-war or I don't want to get into this or I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. You know, it's it's like the positive with the negative kind of thing because then we're so, we're so focused on the one thing that we don't want that we don't go for the things that we do want. So change your thought pattern, okay? Change the way you, you think about things. Um, I, I want to be more positive, so what am I going to say? I'm not going to be late. No, you don't say that because late is in there. I am going to be early is what you wanna do. You wanna change the word from late to early. You wanna say, Oh, I, I okay, so the one thing you don't wanna say is, I don't wanna get into an accident. No, don't say that because accident is still there and that's what you're focused on. So you're gonna say, I am a great driver. There you go. You know, um I I really don't wanna I really don't wanna something or whatever it is, set out of your vocabulary and say the positive, like, I am such a good driver. I, I finish everything that I start. Um, I'm, I'm a great writer. I, I really learn fast. I have a, a photographic memory. I can memorize things quickly, even if it's not true right now. You know why? Because the mind is moldable. And like my last guest said, and she does have a book out about that, the mind is moldable. She said it, and, and I actually believe it, that people on the TV mold our minds so much that we believe these things, and I don't watch TV because of it. So maybe that makes me different, but that's my choice. So what do, we, what, do you, what do we need to do? In, in, in last respect? What do we need to do? Because I'm I'm kind of finishing up here because we do have one more guest coming on the show today. And like I said, I want to talk to you about beginnings and I want to talk to you about the choices that we make, mold our outcome, because that is what the the show is about today. So let's make the conscious choice to begin to say the things we don't believe. How about that? I know that's funny. I know that's really funny. You know, when I started doing it, It was really hard because I had to correct myself all the time. I still do. Mind you, I still do. Sometimes I say things, I'm like, oh, man, but I go back and I change it. But I don't do it as as often as I did before. So let's begin to believe the things and say the things that we don't really truly believe right now because it's going to take us at least two weeks to a month to begin to even believe one thing. So I, I never believed that I was a pretty girl. I always believed that I was ugly. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe some people say, oh, well, why would you even believe that? Well, you know, I was told that my hair was too curly. I was told when I started acting and singing and and doing all this in radio that I was too ethnic looking. It's been 10 years on the radio. I have done over 100, and I don't know how many million of people that have listened to this radio show. We have over 700 uh, downloads a, a day every time I get this episode out, and I'm truly thankful. But I proved them wrong because guess what? I decided that I'm going to dictate how I feel about myself. You have no right to tell me what or who I can be in my life. And this is the one thing I loved about my last guest. She said it. You have no right to tell me who I can be and what I can be, and I decide who I am and what I'm going to be in life, and you have no right. And that's how I want you to feel. That's where I want you to begin, to begin to mold your mind, to begin to take back, like she said, what they stole. They stole our self-confidence, at least they stole mine. You're too dark. Your hair's too curly. You're too ethnic looking. You're not tall enough. I've gotten everything, everything under the sun, people have told me. You're too old, Yaya. How can you even believe that you're even going to make it? You're too old. That's not true either. Look, take it back. I want you to say this right now with me. Repeat after me. I want you to say it with me, but I want you to repeat after me right now. Repeat after me, I am somebody. I can do what I set out to do and complete it. I am beautiful and perfect, and I can. Let's say that again. I can accomplish what I set out to do. I'm a finisher. These are things that you need to begin to say to yourself. I am beautiful. I am perfect. I can do this. I am, I am, I am, I am, I am.
2: Say it anyway.
0: Say it anyway. Look, Dream Chasers Radio has always been positive. And this is the one medium where I. Can influence others. And I want to influence you for the better. I'm not taking anything away from you. I'm adding to you. So this is what we need to do. And I'm going to definitely, definitely tell you, this is your power move. This is your moment. This is the time where you take a hold of it and you say, no, I will not go down. I will stand. I am somebody. I am a finisher. I am beautiful. I am perfect. I will. And finish that sentence. And mean it. Even if you don't believe it, you mean it and you say it with gusto. You say it like, like look, this is it. I'm done with you. I am I am who I set out to be. My dreams are coming true. I am who I purpose to be from the beginning. I'm going to mold my future. I am going to make a choice to mold this outcome by golly G, and you can't have it anymore. Be mad about it. Go after it even if it eludes you. I think that's worth going after is going to be difficult at times. Anything, but I guarantee you it's really not in the difficulty because in that moment, you're learning. In that moment, and believe me, it's been hard for me too, but in that moment where it was difficult, where, where things seemed to like, oh, my gosh, I learned so much. I learned so much and I would never take it back it's perfect it's perfect and in this moment the choices that we make mold who we are begin today to believe these things about yourself and I guarantee you the outcome will make you smile. And we have our next guest. That was just something from y'all. We have our next guest on the line. I want to thank them for calling it. Thank you so much for being on Dream Chasers Radio. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please.
6: I go by the name of Rome. I'm an artist, a 19-year-old artist, artist out of New York. You know what I'm saying? I'm a hip-hop artist. And, you know, that's what I do.
0: Awesome. Now, tell me about New York. Tell me about the scene in New York, because I have a lot of musician friends, and they tell me that the scene in New York is really hard. How is it for you?
6: I love New York. It's just, like, inspiration everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's a, a great, crowded place, whether it's um a not-too-pleasant place, I draw inspiration out of it everywhere, you know what I mean? Whether I'm down in the city or upstate, it's just a beautiful place.
0: Awesome, awesome. Now, how did you start? I mean, what what made you, you know,
6: begin to be a hip-hop artist? Um, I think it was around 10th grade. I used to freestyle, like, every day, start my mornings in school. Me and, like, a group of friends, we would have a, a big circle every morning just freestyling. And then in 10th grade, I just I decided, I'm like, you know, I love music so much. Let me try and write a song. And I, I wrote a, my first song. And then like I sent it to about five people. The majority of them told me it was a pretty good song, but the one person who told me it wasn't a good song actually inspired me because it wasn't a great feeling knowing that it was like like a terrible they thought it was a terrible song, so it inspired me to work hard and and wanna put out things that, that no one could deny was great, you know. So Mhm. Mhm. Wow. That's what it's Wow. Yeah. Now
0: now being that we we all have something that we can do, you know what I mean? We all have gifts that we that we set out to accomplish. When you set out to accomplish this, were there any was there any at any moment where there was a resistance that you felt crazy?
2: Well um
6: as far as me feeling like I couldn't do it I, I don't want to say that I ever felt that way because something inside of me always felt that I was going to be great at something. As far as um the timing, though, I never knew when the perfect timing to release the music was because I'm a very hard, I'm probably my biggest critic, you know. I'm a very hard critic on myself, and I never want to put out anything that I don't feel is, like, my utmost best, you know. So as far as feeling like I can't do it, I, I never had those feelings, but as far as, like, when the right timing was, it was very it was a very hard decision of making. Um, when the right timing was, it took me about five years to really be comfortable with my sound. Like I said, I started in tenth grade. I'm two years removed from high school, so it took about five years to be comfortable with my sound. But wow. never did I have a, any doubts, so, though. You know.
0: Right. Wow. And, and to me, that shows that shows a lot. Wow. So, um, you have how many songs out now?
6: Um, and, and as far, what,
5: what
6: hmm. Oh, as far as like release on like Apple Music and Spotify, and um, like platforms like YouTube, I only have my newest single, Lost. But as far as songs that um have been recorded and released, I have a bunch in the past, like on my SoundCloud. But I don't feel those represent me as a, the current artist that I am. So you know.
0: Right. Now, Lost. Tell us about Lost and 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 tell us about um what 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 it took to uh actually get that done
6: um loss is uh loss is actually the lead single off my upcoming e p coming um, coming actually really soon probably like the beginning of the summer it was to me it was just a song that i crafted for anybody that um that was ever doubted anybody that was ever um having feelings of Hardship, feeling alone, feeling like they couldn't do something because people made them feel that way, you know? And I I work so hard at what right. I do. That, that's what it is. Like, I work so hard. And I just wanted I wanted that message of anybody who felt that they were alone to know they're not the only ones who feel that way and that it's okay to feel that way as long as it doesn't control you, you know? So I was actually, I was working like a, a night shift one night, and I was like, you know, I can't take this anymore. I work too hard. I'm not being treated the way I should be. And I, I heard the beat, and it just inspired me to write the song.
0: Wow, wow. So I'm going to go ahead and try to pull it up. And while we're trying to pull that up, because uh, for some reason it's not on my download thing, but let me go ahead and put it here, and we will have it definitely on our session. Can you hear that?
6: Of course.
0: That's lost right there. On June Chase's radio,
2: this car, I don't to and for all those things You used to do You can't do it. You can do You know You can You uh, can't just, just like do no, I'm no, I it. You can do not You know not they're getting to not I got the night to see me quirk. I got this assertion, and I felt worthless. It was worth it. Gotta be careful, gotta stand in the city and get the clutch. I started grinding and put the comment like it was urgent. I was young depressed, and I guess was excessive. I had to chase this bag, money's my only obsession. I knew I'd make it out from several separate questions. Yeah. They don't want to see me in the building. No, they, cool, they would rather see me on the building. They hate on me back like then, but now I'm in I make you a mess. Ah, they just wanna no, young like you. you and I like me to do this. Show your face up on cause I got nothing to do. Just for all those excuses, you know what you're talking about. And for all those things, you know you cannot do this. Ah, they just wanna young and I like me to do They don't wanna see me in the belly, cool. No, they won't see me on the table, this. They hate on me back like then, but now I'm in I make you a mess. Ah, they just wanna young like you. and cool. no, the like I they young like me to do don't think I got things to do. This water's used to put me through. And for all those tonight, you know you cannot do I ain't just gonna be looking like me do so sweat is red, I that I not And this that I not Night to I try to a business, like all along, all along. I, guess I can go out and make sacrifices. I was was long back the was down. Now it's to pull wrong. They I on like,
0: Love that! I absolutely love it. I really do. I like the message. I like the message. I like. I like definitely. You know that they wanna. And you know that that's about. That's about right. Well, our our show today is about the things that you do mold our outcome. You know, and a lot of people have access to molding our outcome that we've given that access to. And you talk about that in this song. Tell me about those people and how you've overcome that.
6: Um, really about me overcoming it, I really just got to give hats off to all the amazing people that surround me, you know what I'm saying? They, um, they let me know that you just can't let negativity rule your life, you know? It's one of those things where you're in control of your future, and a lot of people don't want to see you do well. It's, It's just the type of world we live in where people would rather see you fail than see you succeed, but it's about the people around you that build you up. And that keep you going, that and that motivates you to be the best you. And that's just, you know, I have so many wonderful people around me that inspire me. So, how could I let them down? You know.
0: Mhm. Yes, definitely. Now let me ask you a question. And and you know, I I have I as I get older, I have a lot of questions, a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's that makes me me. But you know, when you look, when when someone comes up to you and they say something that you really don't want. Like. What is that one thing that you just you just refuse to believe that somebody has said to you?
6: Um, one thing that I refuse to believe, one thing I refuse to believe for anyone, for like anybody who says to me is like that I can't do something because I'm one of the people who believe in anyone can do anything they put their mind to, you know what I'm saying? So as, mm-hmm. as far from me, my one trigger thing is anybody telling me that I can't do something because it just makes me want to do whatever they're saying, like 10 times more. It just makes me want to work that much harder just to see them angry at the fact that I can do it and do it a lot better than them, you know? <laughs> That's... True that, true that. <laughs>
0: I like that, I like that. You know, I one thing that really makes me upset is when people prejudge me on just the basis of what they've heard, but they've never met me. What makes yeah. you the madder about like what is the one thing that just just pees you off?
6: Um, one thing that really like takes me off, honestly, like like racial issues, you know. That's I I don't understand. I feel like yeah. um the message is that um or at least the world we should live in is where <laughs> equality is the basis, you know. Everybody should be equal and everything, but it's, it's unfortunate that that isn't the world that we live in even after all these years of people working towards you know, the betterment of society but um, race is like one of those big things that really ticks me off where people judge you because of the color of your skin rather than, you know, the morals of or your, like your actions, you know what I'm
0: saying?
6: Right, right. That, that's like the big wow. thing for me. Right.
0: And, and it's a big thing for me too because no one should be judged by the color of their skin or where they 're from or or their religious background or whatever it should be the person themselves like you should get to know the person because exactly. not every person is a good person in any color in any nation you have people wow yeah definitely so what is your next project? And I, I love your message. I really, truly love your message, and it really brings out it brings out what you should be believing. And you're so young, and you have such a beautiful future ahead of you. But what is your next project?
6: <laughs> My uh, next, I'm, I'm dropping an EP, and um, I don't want to give away the date yet, but I'm dropping an EP called Illustration, and it's um, it's coming in the summer, so it's not too long. Mm-hmm. But I just uh-huh. don't want to give away the date yet.
0: Okay, that's okay. Now, the process by which you go about writing—is it a normal process, or do you kind of write always about life, or do you kind of go back and forth?
6: Um, for me, I find it easier if I'm writing for myself, like a song for myself. I like to personally mm-hmm. write about the things that I've been going through. You know, I don't—I don't really like to make up stories when I'm writing content for myself. However, if I'm writing for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? If they want. This type of song, they let me know I write that type of song. If they want, like a, a banger, a, a, give me a hard beat and I'll write for that. If they want a love song, I'll try, you know, nice smooth beat and lay that for them too.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: But for myself, I like mm-hmm. to you... write things that I've gone through.
2: That is cool
0: that you write for other people as well as yourself. How did you know you could do that?
6: Um, for me, uh, I, I just love writing, you know, and back when I was in school. Believe it or not, one of my favorite subjects was English, and I I always had a connection with my teachers because they thought that I was a great writer, which just fueled me believing that I could become a musician even more because, you know, you have to be able to write to an extent. But me, I was so mm-hmm. good at it that I just, not only did I feel comfortable writing for myself, but people, you know, they ask me, they're like, yo, can you write this? And once I started seeing that they, they were comfortable with me writing for them as well, it just made me believe that I could do that too. It's really off the love of mm.
0: What is your favorite song so far, published or not published, that you wrote that you're so proud that you finished?
6: That I'm so proud of. It's um, it's not out yet. It's it's called Count It Out. For me, it's that's a good thing because I'm not. It's like I'm singing, but I'm rapping at the same. And it's like it's hard for you to determine what I'm really doing, of whether I'm singing or rapping. And for me, I just I'm a big fan of of hip hop. And I would label myself as a rapper, but um, I'm a big fan of like melodies too, like the melodic flows in songs. So for me, mm-hmm. being able to to have that like confusion in the song is like it's a big accomplishment for me. And I hope to put out more music like that.
2: Mm, mm,
0: mm. Now, when you when you go about your 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 studio and when you do things, um. You know, what would be a day in the life of your, you know, of your your studio day and and from the beginning to the end? Some people say they they they, they go at nighttime. Some people say they go in the morning and they go all the way through until they finish. What is your habit? I mean, everybody has something different that they do.
6: For me, it's just whatever. Usually I do go, I prefer the nighttime, like, but it doesn't really matter, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whenever the inspiration is, it's six mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. It could be three a.m. Like I, I had a show last week. I had a show last week in um, New York City. The night before, though, I didn't leave the studio until like three a.m. So it's like whenever oh, wow. you know, whenever I get inspired. Right, right.
0: And and when you think back, yes. I mean, think about it. When you think back on your inspiration. It could be anybody. I mean, you could. It, it could be your gym teacher. It doesn't really matter to me. But what what I'm saying is, it could be just a regular person in your life that inspired you, that gave you that sense of you can do it. When you think back, who was that person?
6: Um, if, if I was to pick one, because there's many people, but if I had to pick one, I'd probably say my best friend. Like she always, she showed me that it was okay to be myself, you know, and that people were gonna love you or hate you regardless, so you might as well just be yourself. So I started becoming myself, you know what I'm saying? I, I noticed that more people started to love who they saw. So it's like, if anything, I'd say that she's probably the biggest inspiration musically because she wouldn't let me believe that I couldn't do it, you know? through mm. she, she saw the first song I wrote up until, you know, the latest songs that I've released. So it's hard not to, to be inspired when someone's behind you all the way, you know?
0: mhm how How long did it take you to believe that you could was it instant or was it was it a moment of you know what she may have something here
6: um, at the beginning, it's like you know I just started rapping just because I just liked the freestyle like I said my first my my um the first year I rapped it was like all I did was freestyle I didn't write anything down then when I like because I only I didn't really take it serious cuz I wanted my original goal in life was to become an actor but then when I realized I was uh, good at, um rap you know what I'm saying when I realized I was good I was like mm-hmm. how could I not right
0: right Wow. wow and now that you look at your career who do you, I mean who now in in the in the industry in the music industry who seems to be the one person that you look at and go Mm, I like
6: what they're doing. Um, if I had to pick one person right now, one of like my biggest musical inspirations overall is um probably Drake. I just love what he's done. You know what I'm saying? He's he's been on top of the game for quite some time now. It's probably like one of the longest runs we've seen in a while. And I just love the fact that he mm-hmm. can do musically. He can do like anything. He can, he can give you a nice verse, like 16 bars. He can give you a dancehall record. He can sing on, like, an R&B track, and it would all fit into the same pocket. You know, he never, like, he never blurs the lines. It's always just, like, a complete project, and it's always a great body of work. So, for me, when I think about music, I think about, like, longevity. So, if there was someone I would aspire to be like, it would be, like, him or, like, um, or like Lil Wayne or Jay-Z, just... Because of how long they've been lasting in the game, and that's really the long-term goal for me is just longevity with quality, and um, just to make sure that the message is always strong and people can relate to it. Right.
0: Nice. And what do you believe you have to do to get that longevity? I mean, what what what's going to be your your motive and your tactic um, from right now? Because it could change. But what do you think you need to do to 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 do what they've done?
6: I think a lot of people who are similar, like, in the same shoes as me, time they they lose track of the long-term goal, which is just working hard to get what you want, you know. Anybody can work hard for a little bit, but then when they get to where they're comfortable at, they don't work as hard. They start falling off. They get um complacent. Me, the only mindset that I have is just to keep working because I want to outwork everyone. That's there's no There's no second place. There's no plan B. It's just I have to be one. 'Cause one is the only number I'm comfortable with. So that's the long term, that's the the goal now, then, forever, the future, like it's just number one.
0: That's it because you know what I'm going to tell you one thing. I've worked with so many people in the music industry, the older groups too. I've worked yeah. uh, and I've opened up for the Supremes. I've done stuff with the uh, former singer, the Temptations. I've done stuff with the Flatters. We're talking the older groups, you know. Um, I work right now with the gentleman that that sang with Shaka Khan and and the drummer of of Stevie Wonder's older band, you know beginning band when he did um when he did his you know his um uh, his uh his, his some of is uh, stuff like um, uh, Do I Do, okay? The guy was on the, the drums. He was he was in the studio when they were recording it. And I'm working with these people, and you know what the one thing they tell me is? And you just said it. It takes the effort to get there, but it takes yeah. even more effort to stay there.
6: Yeah, definitely.
0: And you got it. You got it. I appreciate it. it. Because, Thank again, the, the longevity, yeah, the, definitely. The longevity... Yeah, Drake has it. It took him to get there. It took him a lot of work. But how much more work is it going to you know to to stay there? You know how many people want his position?
6: Exactly. Everyone.
0: And yeah. Yeah. So, tell us about your future and do you have any shows coming up or do where can we get your music?
6: You can um, right now you can catch the single Lost and I'm releasing more music soon, so it's just like, but the one you can catch right now on Apple Music, Spotify, and YouTube is my new single, Lost, that you mm-hmm. just played. Um, The new music is coming soon. I'm in the studio, like, almost every day. I do have some upcoming shows. June 14th, you can catch me in Queens. And um, another thing is people can follow me on my social media platforms, so I'm always posting, like, snippets of my music and updating the people on Shows coming up, but yeah, as far as upcoming shows, I have one June 14th in Queens, and I have another one June 19th in Brooklyn. You know,
0: awesome! Congratulations on the success! Believe what people put you down that's just a way of stepping stones. That's just like you step on that, and you can see higher. Yeah,
2: (laughs) that's what (laughs) I always
0: say. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show. Rome, I, I I I commend you, and definitely you're on the right track. Thank
6: you so much. Thank you for having me. I just I appreciate that, you know. Hope, hopefully you guys hear from me soon, right?
0: I hope so, too. You keep that music coming because we're going to put it on our radio station. We got our radio station is almost finished. We should be finishing two weeks, uploading everything and getting everything ready. Yay! <laughs>
6: so I'm, I'm excited
0: about that, Yes, yes. So we'll be putting that on rotation on the radio. Thank you again so much. Absolutely. All right, then. Next time. Yep. And that was Rome. You can reach him on his social media. And we're going to put all this information down as soon as I get to the studio tonight. I am on location, but I want to encourage you again today. And like Rome said it, you know, just be encouraged. It's going to take some It's going to take effort to get where you need to be, and it's going to take even more effort to stay there. So, hey, just take this as a journey in one moment at a time, and as it comes, just be happy. And and be fulfilled in knowing that you're doing what you want to do in life. And and let me tell you, regardless of where you end up with, you end up at the top or whether you end up in the middle or if you never really get off the ground, doing something that you love to do is something that, when you get older, you can say, "I have no regrets," and that is the biggest thing—no regrets. I want to thank you for tuning in to the choices we make mold our outcome. Don't forget to begin. And also, don't forget to tune in to our next shows. We're going to go ahead and schedule some more shows that are coming up really soon, and we'll be scheduling those tonight. When I get back to the studio, I am Lone location. My name is Yaya Diamond, and you've been listening to Dream Chasers Radio. You guys, I love you. Thank you so much. Share the show. Please join us on Facebook.com forward slash Dream Chasers Radio. Um, on Facebook, The Chasers Radio. On uh, Twitter, we're also on Instagram, I have to kind of update the Instagram page, but we're also on Instagram. Tag us. Let us know how you like the program. Tell us if you have any questions for you for me. Ask me. You can always email your music to dreamchasersradio at com. And if you'd like to be in our newsletter, I can tell you how. Just enter into dreamchasersradio.com. If you want to join our mailing list, Please let us know by going ahead and emailing us at dreamchasersradio.com. It's a voluntary thing and it's free. Thank you so much again for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. And until next time, don't forget to watch Dear to Be different, baby. Until next time, guys,
2: see you later. <laughs>